What's going on, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Oh Shift, This Is Happening. I'm your host, Chelsea Lee Rock, and we just go through this podcast of learning how to navigate life, how to find excitement and joy and create happiness, not just think that happiness is something that we're going to achieve, but actually we already have. And navigating the exciting, fun things that we have to maneuver in our lives, learning how to shift different things and to have different thoughts. I'm super excited you're here with me, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I do and who I am. I am a former fitness model, actress, turned coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and really just on this journey like you to find excitement and joy in my life every single day and to show you that every single day you get to be better and to have something in your life that means something. Oh my goodness, you guys. Is anyone else like the biggest goon? Okay, so I'm sitting here a few hours ago and I have this important Zoom call. And, you know, we're still in quarantine. It's like quarantine day 4,652. Like, I don't even know, right? Here I am. I'm supposed to be getting this huge, really important phone call. And I spill avocado all over my shirt, all over my white shirt. Well, cream. It's like a cream shirt. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I have to get on this Zoom call in less than 30 seconds. So I dab like a little napkin next to me with some water and like fix it because I didn't have time to change my shirt. (laughs) Like such a goofball. Anyway, I don't know if this is you. I don't know if this is your day. But if you're having an off day or just a weird day or just smashing avocado on your shirt, I just want to tell you, number one, that today is going to be beautiful. And if you are listening to this at the end of the night... I hope today was beautiful. Now, I'm going to jump in. I'm really excited to talk a little bit today about fear. And I think it's the perfect subject to talk about because, number one, we're all still in quarantine. And I feel like, in some ways, it's kind of weird that I tell this on my podcast. But if you guys are listening live, like, obviously, you know that. But I mean, I'm hoping we're all out of this soon, right? I'm hoping that all of us are healthy and you're staying safe. And I hope that this this whole thing just eradicates. And I really want us to be able to go back to that somewhat quote unquote normalcy, right? But I think this is a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about. And I didn't even think about how it was connected. I was just thinking about fear in business and in life. And I thought, wait a second, this is perfect. Like how many of us have fear right now? Like so much fear. And fear is a relative word. I'm going to go into it deeper what I'm talking about. But you know, this, this kind of thinking of like, oh man, like what's going to happen next, right? Like I feel like fear is an umbrella word for uncertainty, uh, anxiety, um, you know, all kinds of things, afraid, guilt. I mean, there's, you could go on and on, right? It's, it's what you want to describe that word as, right? So anyway, I'm thinking about it. I'm listening and thinking about it. And I'm like, with this whole quarantine thing, how many of us feel so just like blah, You know, like even if we're having a good time, even if we're with our family or with friends or we're like on a vacation, sort of like a staycation, is there, there's still some like weirdness. There's still some like, man, I don't know what's going to happen next, man. This is, this is intense. This is complicated, you know, or maybe it's just the simple things. Like I'll tell you one thing that I really miss. I miss going to the gym. I've been working out at home and well, that's been good. And like, I'm actually doing like those old P90 videos, if you guys remember that. Um, And I bought some weights on Amazon, you know, ready to go. But I notice how much I actually miss the gym. 
like it's great. I'm doing something. I'm physically active. I'm I'm actually sitting up and not just staying stationary in one place. But I miss the gym. I miss my workouts. I miss that like that camaraderie, the the whole thing that goes along with the gym. And I notice like sometimes there's anxiety of like, oh no, what happens if this happens? What happens if you know we have to wear masks for the next year? What happens if this comes back? next year when the weather is, you know, even worse because it's like springtime right now. So I thought about that and I thought, this is what I'm going to talk about. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Now you guys may have heard this. I know a lot of motivational speakers talk about it, but the reason fear is such a big topic is because like I said, it umbrellas so many things. Fear is another word for me to, for me in my mind, uncertainty, anxiety, all those things, right? It's that what if. And it's not always so much about, I think, the physical safety. I think it's about that emotional safety. It's like, well, what am I going to do next? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to go past where I feel I am right now? I'm going to share a little story with you about how I started my business and how this can relate to you, whether you're a business owner or not. Something that I used to struggle with is I had this really, really bad, incessant fear of like, I'm never going to make money. I mean, it was really bad. Like I, I would always get to like some point and then I would stop. I would make a little bit of money and then it would be like, okay, that's enough. You can't make any more. And I remember the first time I ever got a $10,000 client. It was my first big sale, my first high, you know, high end ticket client. And I remember getting off the phone and thinking about how much I had changed in that conversation. And what I mean by that is like, I wasn't afraid of the money conversation. I wasn't afraid of if she was going to say no, right? And I say afraid, fear, you know, all synonymous with what we're talking about. Like that fear dissipated. That just, it just went away. And as soon as it went away, I had this belief that I could do it, right? But then I went back again and I started to fall short again. And I had that, like I said, that big ticket client, this awesome girl who like, by the way, was my favorite. Like she was my ideal client. Like she was a great client. She was on time. She had a fun personality. Like we just totally clicked in the sense of like, I loved working with her. But then I moved away. I did some things and my business, same thing. It just went back, like plateaued. And as it's plateauing, you know, it, I would get clients, but maybe it would be a a client here, a client there. And it wasn't really like going anywhere. It was just like, oh, well, okay, I got a client now. And then maybe three months would go by or a month would go by. And I would notice how stressed I was because I wanted to build this business and I wanted to be successful and I wanted to put myself out there. But I think I was so much more concerned about the way it looked and the way that I wanted to be perceived rather than the way it felt. And I was so, I was just so obsessed with that. I was so obsessed with look, looking good, having that accomplishment, having those accolades, like, oh yeah, everyone sees I'm doing good. Yes, I've got it. Okay, I'm doing something. But that wasn't really it. Like the real thing was like, how does it make you feel? I was just talking to somebody the other day. They make a couple hundred thousand a year and they have a beautiful home and they travel and they have a vacation home, and but they hate their job. I mean, they hate it. Like they're stressed all the time. And it re- it just hit me for a second. It reminded me of how I used to feel with my business. And it was this fear of like, 
I can't lose, I have to keep up with the Joneses. I, I, I can't lose what I believe I've created. Now, and in my case, a little different, it wasn't what I had created. It was what I wanted to, to show that I created. And what it really changed for me is I started to think about my life without these accolades. Like, what does my life look like without them? And I'm going to break that down a little bit because that really changed the fear aspect and helped me make not only more money, but actually have a consistent flowing business. I have a consistent business now because I learned how to get rid of some of those blocks and to fix those those really negative patterns that come up for us a lot. And so the biggest thing that I took a look at and something I heard and I think is amazing, I'm going to share it with you. I heard this in a sermon and I think it is just so powerful. And the minister said, a lot of us are looking at physical problems when it's really a spiritual solution. I think that's how it goes. Something like that. It was basically saying that we look so much at the physical when it's really a spiritual or a mindset or an emotional problem. For example, with my story, here I am wanting to look good instead of caring about who I was serving and who I was helping and what my life was really, was really, I was really experiencing. What was I experiencing in my life? Because I wasn't experiencing really that many exciting things when I was making a good, a good amount of money. I mean, I was making, there was a time when I was making 15 to 20,000 a month. And I remember being so stressed and it wasn't so much about the money because I was paying my bills. It was more about, can I keep this up? Or I wanted my friends to go with me on a trip. And like, maybe my friend didn't have enough money to stay at this really nice, expensive hotel, this five-store, five-store, five-star, gorgeous, you know, veranda place that I want to stay at. It was, it was that. It was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, but I have, but I have to do it. I, I have to have it checked off my bucket list. And it came back to the same thing. Well, why? Why does it matter what looks good on the outside if what's inside isn't being fixed, isn't being cultivated and grown and molded into the success? And I say success loosely because success is such a broad term. It can mean so many things. To me, success looks so different than it did even a year ago, definitely a decade ago. But even in the last year or two, success has really changed for me. And I really believe that is why I have a more successful business than I've ever had before, because it's changed. It's not about the same thing anymore. It's not about looking good. It's about who am I helping? Who am I serving? And I want you guys to just really think about that with the fear aspect, which is where I'm going back to. Um, Because like I said, you know, the whole false evidence appearing real. I actually had a lot of false evidence that appeared real. And I thought that was an interesting parallel. I was so into looking good that I wasn't actually feeling good. It was something I wanted to keep up. It was something that I wanted to portray. It wasn't me. It wasn't like, oh yeah, you're killing it. You're crushing it. I wasn't crushing it. I was actually sitting at home crying because I didn't know how to get out of that. So like I said, I went back to this this awesome um I guess, quote, an awesome thing that this minister said when he said it's a spiritual problem. I thought about it. I thought, okay, well, how do I change it? How do I make it something where, where my mindset shifts? And you'll hear this from a lot of people. If you guys follow 
um, any money mindset coaches or people who really talk about shifting your mindset into money, which we will get into, but I'm not, um, I'm not like the money expert guru. I just, I just know this because I've studied it and I have a background in neuropsychology and you guys have probably heard this at least once in your life where so many people will say like, Oh, money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, you, you can't have success until you get blank, right? Like you don't have enough of whatever yet. But what I want to know is what does that mean? Sorry, I had to stretch my leg for a second. You guys (laughs) quarantine podcasting. What does that mean? I think what it means is how do we think about things differently than we did? If you're somebody that is struggling right now with anything, but we'll, we'll use business because that's what I'm talking about right now. But if you're somebody who's struggling in business or having a consistent flow or money, I want you to ask yourself, what's the way you look at it? What's the way you're thinking? Because it might be a fear of success. It might be a fear of rejection. It might be a fear of, hey, I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something that's really powerful for me, and that's really hit me too. And this was part of the journey. Um, was realizing like I come from a small town. Like I grew up, I, I grew up very differently than the way I live now. And that's okay. And that's made me who I am. I've learned so much through that process. At the same time, when I go back to where I grew up, I don't feel very connected to the people because my lifestyle is very different. I'm really into personal development. I'm really into growth and mindset. Um, I've been extremely blessed and I live a very blessed life. And, you know, and, and some of that's been stuff that I've created. And some of that has just been, I think, true blessings from God. So what I'm getting at is like, What is it that you feel that you might be missing if you have some sort of success that you haven't seen before? Because for me, it was like, well, I don't want to not be relatable. I don't want to not be relatable to the people I grew up with or to to my friends. You know, and I got so much flack from being like myself, you know, from like I was an entertainer. I was a fitness model. I had all these things and my family couldn't relate. No one in my family was a fitness model. No one in my family was really that into fitness, actually. And and that was a world that I loved. And, you know, that was a world that that wasn't something that I could, that they could relate to me about. So what is it that comes up for you? And it's usually something that stems from your childhood and it doesn't have to be like a really bad thing. It could just be something so small as like, I want to be able to be relatable and I'm not going to be relatable if I do this. Or I'm not going to be relatable if I push myself into a different um, style of life, like a different lifestyle. And that's some of those fears that hold us back. And here's the thing, though, is that we think it's holding us back. And then what we actually do is we actually put on this false facade. We put on this, or I guess (laughs) false is a facade. We actually put on this facade of, hey, this is who I want to be instead of, hey, this is who I am. And the who I am is so much more genuine. It's the realness that comes out. And so I want to ask you, when you think about something that you keep coming back to that's holding you back, you know what it is. I don't have to tell you. You know. The brain always knows. What is it that's something that you feel you're holding back from? 
And it doesn't have to be a tangible thing. It could be very intangible. It could be, it could be something that you're thinking about emotionally. What comes up for you? What, what's that thing that when you think about changing that scares you? What I mean is, let me go back to my story so I can kind of rein this all in. What I'm saying is I had these fears of not being relatable, so I didn't want to make, quote unquote, too much money. And then I also had these things of, well, what if they make fun of me? What if they, what if they give me more flack or crap than they already are? What if I don't feel connected at all? What if I lose what I already have, right? Or what if I, what if I try something and it doesn't work out and then I have to save face and tell everybody what happened? Here's the thing that I've learned. The more vulnerable you are with yourself and the more you can express what you're growing through, I say growing, growing through, the more you can allow yourself to not worry about what other people are thinking because you are constantly a work in progress. And that is amazing. It's amazing that as humans, we have that ability to be a work in progress. I think that's great. I love, I love that. That's something I've also always been really into is like the ability to change and to, you know, I'm fascinated with human behavior. One of the reasons I love learning about people and why I got into neuropsychology in the first place is because it's so interesting to see why we do what we do. It's so interesting to see how some people are afraid of one thing and others aren't. I've never had a a fear of heights. I love flying. I've never even had a big fear of public speaking. I mean, maybe like, you know, eighth grade or like sophomore year or something when I have to get up and give a speech or something like, yeah, that totally different. But like as an adult, I really enjoy public speaking. Most people don't. But I had other fears. I had fears of being in a relationship. I had fears of, um, you know, sometimes maybe more normal things because I was somebody that always pushed myself. I was somebody that um, was a good connector and collaborator. So my fears were different and your fears are different and that's okay. But I want you to analyze and I say analyze, like go into it for a minute and figure out what those fears are and don't be afraid to go there. Don't be afraid to think of like, okay, this is what is holding me back. This fear of being successful, this fear of rejection. A lot of people will hold back and not do anything and make excuses for it because they'd rather not fail than try. Or they'd rather, you know, they'd rather just, oh, it doesn't, it's just not going to work for me. But when we do that, when we say it's not going to work for me, then we're literally halting our success. We're blocking those blessings. I heard something really beautiful one time from a business coach that I followed. And she said, when you are too cynical, you block your blessings. You guys, are we blocking our blessings? I mean, seriously, though, like fear is real. But guess what? So is all happiness and excitement and joy and creating new things in your life. Those are all real, too. And you get to overcome that fear because it is false. That's why I like that acronym, false evidence appearing real. What part of you right now wants to listen to this and what part of you wants to turn this off? The part of you that wants to listen is the part of you that wants to have the success you want to create. The part of you that knows in your heart of hearts that there's something that you are really amazing at. And again, it doesn't always have to be business. I'm just choosing to use that because that's my, um, you know, my success point and my story right now that I'm sharing with you. 
but it might be in a relationship. Maybe you love your job. Maybe you're really freaking badass at your job and you don't need anything else. Maybe you have a lot of money. Maybe you don't care about money. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going deeper and figuring out what's that fear that comes up for you. Because whatever that fear is, it's telling you a story. It's telling you a story over and over again that says you can't move forward, you can't get what you want, and you're not going to have the success you want. And again, I want you to define what success is for you because it is different for truly everybody. I got asked by my uncle when I was like 10 years old, like, what does success mean to you? And I thought about it. And I think the first thing I said was like, oh, heavy money. (laughs) Because I was always driven by that. I was always somebody that was like, yeah, I want to be successful financially. And he said, well, to me, success is having a family. He has five kids. He um, you know, has his own business. He has a very loving, beautiful relationship with his wife. He's a very healthy person. And for him, success is different from somebody who's like, I want to climb the ladder, right? I want to climb that proverbial ladder and just make that money and get, you know, where I need to be, which is fine. But know what the success is for you and not what success is to your parents or to your kids. Like, what do you define success as? Because that is something that will really, really help you. And the last thing I want to leave with you, and this is something that's really important, as you're thinking about defining success, and as you're thinking about how to overcome some of these blocks and what you need to do, and you know, and also reach out to me. If you guys have not reached out to me, my social media, please reach out. I I have an open door policy, which I, as an influencer, is probably not the best thing, but um, you know, I really encourage people to reach out to me. And I do that because I want to know how I can serve you. And also, I don't want anyone to feel stuck. I really don't. Because I've been there. Feeling stuck is like the suckiest feeling. So I want you to think about what's something you could let go of today that would just feel really good. We all have these things in our minds that keep us stuck, right? And this shift with money, this shift in business, this shift in a flow can all start to change when you realize that we're putting this fear mindset, fear mongling mindset in our own minds, that we're creating it. And then we're giving excuses to it. And we're saying, this is okay. Well, you know, I've had this thought before, so whatever. No, you guys, like, let's take, let's take hold of it today. Let's really take hold of it and ask yourself these questions, write down, define, journal about it, define what success is for you, define what fear is. And I believe when you do that, you will see what comes up for you. You will see what the word fear is, you know, and write down that acronym, false evidence appearing real. It's in our heads and it doesn't have to be there and it gets to leave and it gets to be something different we think today. Because you can have that flow. If you're afraid to make money, why? If you're afraid to not make money, why? Like what, ask yourself why the fear is something that you're allowing when you can let go of it. That truly helped me and truly shifted my business. And I started to see success and I started to see it on a different level. It was about appreciating life. It was about being generous. It was about giving bigger tips. You know, I give, I give big tips at restaurants now bigger. And I was a waitress for a long time. Um, But I truly try to give even like coffee shops and Uber drivers and whatever. Like I try to give them big tips because I understand number one, what they've gone through um, with working in the service industry but also because I believe it'll come back to me. And I think that's sometimes hard for us, but I want you to, I want to leave you with this too. Like, just think about 
if it's a money thing, it's just in our mindset. It's maybe how we grew up. And maybe I should talk more about money on another time uh, because I have a lot to say about it now. But, you know, just maybe write down the five things that you have around money. Maybe it's the five quotes you've heard as a kid. Maybe it's the five phrases that were always just ingrained into your mind when you were a kid. And then ask yourself what that comes up for now. You know, money can be a huge stressor. It can also be a huge um, happiness booster, an excitability thing. But it just depends on how we look at it. And I think the reason why being in quarantine can be such a blessing, can be such a like interesting and odd blessing disguise is because we have the gift of time. And we have the ability to really like kind of just introspect, like be really introspective about things really just lean in and think, okay, what am I supposed to be learning through this? And that's what I want to leave you with. So coming all back to the to the point of, hey, we're in quarantine and hey, fear is coming up for a lot of people. What can you learn in your quarantine? What can you learn in this process right now? That is something that you can take away and you can take with you right now. What can you learn in this quarantine? What are you getting out of it? And how can you manage your time differently? Because anxiety and fear, I've been there and I have, oh man, I used to have so many fears, so many. And I would think, oh, I have to make more money. What happens if I don't make more money? What happens if I don't do this? And it wasn't serving me. When I took that pressure off myself, I started to actually make more money and I started to have a flow. I started to have consistency. And really that had a lot to do with how I was showing up because I showed up differently. So this quarantine is giving you an opportunity to show up differently. So let's do it. Okay. I hope you guys have an amazing week and tune in next time.